Welcome to NCBR's Elite Agent Podcast, the ultimate resource for real estate professionals looking to elevate their skills, master their craft, and achieve unparalleled success in this incredible industry. Welcome to the NCBR Elite Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Messenborg, and I'm excited to be here today with Emilio Desperado of Angles and Volkers and the Desperado team. So welcome, Emilio, and thank you so much for being here with me today. Hey, Rhonda. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So, Emilio, before we get started, I'd love for you just to say a few words about yourself and, um, you know, how long you've been here in the business. You are, you know, one of the agents here in the community that's so well respected um, and, you know, couldn't be happier to be having this conversation today. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you, Rhonda. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. Um, Real estate is just one of the best things that ever happened to me. I mean, it's just such an amazing industry and we're working with peers that we get to cooperate with. And this is part of our conversation today. Um, 12, 13 years ago, I was so broke, I couldn't afford ramen noodles. And today, you know, things are vastly different and we can give back. And now we have, you know, about 25 advisors at Engel and Volkers, two locations and growing. So it's, it's fun and it's great to, again, collaborate with uh, some of the best in the industry at Keller Williams, Remax, Berkshire, you know, um, Compass, Sotheby's, all these other great places. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you. So Emilio and I are talking today about um, the change coming in buyer's agents commissions. Now, I'm sure as most of you have heard um, that NAR as of December 1st of this year, we are in 2023, that they are announcing that as of December 1st, um, there can now be a zero commission offered to a buyer's agent. So we feel that this is something so important to talking to about talking about because this is going to change the conversation that we're having with our buyers and the conversation we're also having with our sellers. So Emilio, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. Um, last week or a couple of weeks ago now, you held, as soon as the news broke to brokers, you put a gathering together and a panel for us to start to jump on these conversations that we should be having. And that was absolutely phenomenal. And as an aside, there's probably a lot of those masterminds that are going to be popping up. I know Emilio's gonna be doing a 2.0, so stay tuned for those and definitely partake in those because your voice matters. Um, so Emilio, I'd love for you to jump in because that was so informative and tell us a little bit about what your agents are doing to, yeah. or and already have been doing to have that conversation. Let's start with, with the buyer side. Yeah. Well, a couple months ago when I heard that this was absolutely going to happen, changes were going to happen. Um, I started with just a small portion of my brokerage, just the Dispirito team. And I tested it with us and I told my team, listen, we are now required to get exclusive buyer representation agreements in place. So we learned the conversation. We learned the agreements inside and out, put together a unique value proposition. And actually what we found was that consumers, um, for the most part, I'd say about 95% of them were happy to move forward with that. And they were happy to compensate uh, their advisors, if for some reason the compensation wasn't um, being retrieved from the listing or from the for sale by owner or whatever it may be, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about some of those unique value propositions, I'm sure, as we go on. I'll share ours with you and feel free to, to uh, rip off and duplicate them, right? And, uh, and please. Yeah. But 
I got to tell you, so as a brokerage, we made it mandatory that our advisors will use these agreements. They have to now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And for a couple of reasons, number one, it sets expectations up front of what you as a real estate advisor are going to do and what the consumer, what you expect from them. And you know, relationships have to be two-way road, Rhonda, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Because if they're not, and by the way, and if the consumer is not going to sign that agreement, well, it's like dating, you know, it needs to be exclusive or it's Mm -hmm. like being married. It has to be exclusive, (laughs) right? It's not an open relationship. I don't do business with clients in an open way. It has to be exclusive. I love that. And that, and that's so important. And I think, you know, for a lot of agents over the years, you may also have had that exact same mindset that Amelia was talking about, but you never just put the pen to paper Mm -hmm. and you just made an assumption that your buyer felt the same way. And then unfortunately, sometimes without that written agreement between you, it turns out that maybe they didn't feel that same way, or maybe they just didn't understand exactly what that meant and what those expectations were. So Mm -hmm. now this is gonna force all of us to really make sure we have that conversation so everybody knows what's expected of them and we can all move forward together on on the same page. Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all salespeople. It is Mm -hmm. what it is. The the S word is not a bad word, okay? Salespeople have been around since, you know, since humans have been around, right? There was land being sold back when Jesus walked the earth, legit. Like, I mean, there there was always, if you know how to sell, you can get through anything in life. Right. So um, this is going to separate the good from the bad. And I think what's going to happen is, number one, you're going to see a lot of people rise in the ranks and do really well. And then you're going to see a lot of people that probably were just kind of order takers sitting back, just letting the market work for them, not really doing good for the consumer. You're going to see them fall out. So I believe the quality of real estate agents is going to rise and the service quality for consumers is going to rise. I see this as a very good thing, Rhonda. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think there's a lot of opportunity here. And one of the things that we've been hearing about this, that this is forthcoming for a while now. And I'm glad it's here in a way because now we don't Mm -hmm. have to have this conversation again. If we just all get in that place Mm -hmm. where this is what we're talking about and this is how we're, we're talking with our buyers and our sellers, then we're, then we're here and we don't have to worry that it's coming, that it's coming because it's kind of been, it's been on the horizon a while. That's right. And I think a lot of agents have stressed over it and now you don't have to because now we're just going to show you some of those ways that you can have that conversation and feel confident mm-hmm. moving forward. It's all about mindset and mm-hmm. going in. Forever, we would never list a house without an exclusive right to list agreement. Correct. For years, we've worked without buyers any form of written agreement between ourselves and our buyers. And so now that's all that's changing is that now you're going to treat your buyers like your sellers and you're just going to have a written agreement with mm-hmm. them that spells everything out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They actually call buyer agreements listing agreements in some markets. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's, I think when we look at it like that, like, right, you would never take on a, a listing. I mean, I would never take on a listing without an agreement in place, right? You're putting money and time and effort and all that stuff. And our most valuable resources are time. So when we're giving, when we're exchanging our time, right, and taking away from people we love, our family, our friends, our life, uh, other clients, and giving that to another client, I mean, there has to be an even exchange and uh, there has to be an exchange of value in place for that, right? Mm-hmm. And I love 
love this, right? Because I want the, the realtors listening right now to understand your value. You bring a ton of value to the table. You're highly connected in the community. You've got a network a mile long that can help these buyers either from in the state or out of the state relocating in all all areas of their life, right? Mm-hmm. You can make sure that they get the right home in the right area. You know the streets, you know the neighborhoods, you know really what to do, okay? And people now more than ever want a tailored situation for them. They want guidance, right? They want quality service. They want the best of the best. That's what we want, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why brands like Louis Vuitton have always done so well. Okay, so now this gives you, me, you, all of us, the opportunity to separate ourselves from everybody else, get creative when you're listing and also when you're working with buyers on your presentations and your offering. This is an exciting time because it's going to make the playing field, um, how can I put it? It's just it's just going to really it's going to allow you to do some new things and try new marketing tactics and new ways of selling. And you're going to come out with stuff that is probably going to blow your mind, right? Yeah, My, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to also remember and really, really take it to heart that as an agent, as Emilio said, that you have value and that you deserve to be paid for the services that you provide because your services are really invaluable to, to your clients. And so just getting over that hump of being afraid to, I, I feel like a lot of times the buyer agent, the, the agency agreement that you're holding with somebody, that exclusive agreement, if that clause wasn't in there about how you're getting paid, we would all be using them. Because yeah. I think a lot of times that's the only holdup in it is we're just afraid to talk about how we get paid. And so once you really internalize the fact that you deserve it and that you should get paid for the services that we provide, then that conversation's going to become easy. I see a lot of agents getting tripped up on that part, Rhonda. And what you really got to do is you don't want it to come to the closing table and your client say, what? We never discuss this, even if they sign that agreement. So be very careful and go over it with them. And don't be afraid to be transparent. Always be transparent. Always. Break it down for people. Some people have different personalities. There's the high D thinkers, right? The, The high D personality and the disc profile is a fantastic thing to learn if you don't know and you know the high d thinkers right they're 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 bottom line what is it how much is going to cost whatever you know break it down quick model done right Mm -hmm. and then you get the the s's and the c's i think maybe they're more detailed right Mm -hmm. you got to really break it down show them examples and, and 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 let them know why this is beneficial for them what type of services they can expect from you, mm-hmm. right? Not yeah. only during the sale, but later on after the sale. Absolutely. Right? Yep, absolutely. Are you going to run away or are you going to provide them with value? You know, one of the best things I, I've, I've been doing over the years, Rhonda, and please like write this down, is that January of every year, mm-hmm. I go back and I send my clients, my past clients, my current, they're always clients. I send them an updated fair market value report of their home and a full list of referral network partners that I have I say, that. you go ahead and call anybody on here, drop my name. If you need anything, let me know. Wanda, send this out so you know where you are in case you want to refinance in case you want to do this that whatever else i put a nice little letter there i wax seal the envelope i send it out i give them a call and i say hey did you get that updated fair market value now keep in mind this is one of the unique value propositions that i put on our agreement part of the service right and when you give them a call guess what you got to do 
you get to ask them for a referral. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I love too that you said um, that they're always our clients, that they're not, right? Yeah. They're not our past clients. And, and right. yeah, and I've started to do that myself. I don't refer to people as my past clients. Yeah. They're just my clients because they, they are your forever clients. And if you're staying in touch with them and, and you're offering that value, that's just, that, that's, that's awesome. right. I love that. Thank love you. That. Yeah. So Emilio, can I ask you, um, if somebody is struggling with that piece of the conversation as far as how, how do they go about that compensation piece? Yeah. Um, how, like, what does that conversation look like? What, I know that your agents had a couple of really great examples of the conversations that, that they are having. Mm. Um, do you mind sharing that? Yeah, of course, definitely. We're an open book with this. Um, and I think it's important that we understand this because as an industry, we just get to level up. Mm-hmm. Really, it's so cool. And I'm so thrilled that you're doing this today. And, and really, if you're listening to this, good for you. Um, and, and I'm sure you have some stuff to add to this too. So make sure wherever you can comment on here and, and, and share yeah. this with anybody and reach out to Rondo or myself and let us know like what you feel we could have added or yeah. whatnot. Because guess what? As we go on, we're going to be... We're going to be especially you Rhonda I know you're always out there doing stuff in the realtor community and and myself we're going to be putting out other content that will hopefully continue to help right so the conversations that um, our advisors here Engel and Volkers are having with consumers are pretty simple and it's just look you know the industry is currently changing okay and here's what happened we give them a brief overview we actually printed out articles from Inman okay mm-hmm. and we'll email it to them or we'll bring it with us on our buyer consultation and, and you know we just share with them why things are different right because sometimes you're going to run into the objection well I've never had to do this before why am I going to do that now and then here's what you do you say you know what always agree with them you know what yes that's true I agree with that but things were different before because every listing on MLS before had a compensation to realtors, you know, regardless of what that amount was, there was compensation. Now, starting December 1, MLS is now putting zero dollars, we're allowing for zero dollars, mm-hmm. and you're going to see an increased amount of inventory on the market, which is no longer offering compensation to us. The good news, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, is that uh, compensation has always been negotiable, and guess what? As your realtor, I'm going to negotiate for you. I'm going to go in and I'm going to look to the listing agent for our percentage of the compensation. Now, disclosure, every every single brokerage can have whatever they want in their brokerage. We're not talking direct percents right now, okay? Mm-hmm. But... You know, and you can say, look, we're going to ask that listing agent for X amount. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say if they give me half of what our compensation here on this agreement is, well, that's okay. We can then ask your mortgage company if we can put the other half in as a closing cost credit, and we can add that to the top, you know, of, of yep. the uh, purchase price, and you can mortgage that over the course of 30 years. Or you can go ahead and, and, and write a check outside of closing for our services. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, Rhonda uh, and, and listeners, the only time that price becomes an objection is if they don't see the value in your services. So true. So you need to make sure before you even talk about com- compensation that you listen, understand all of your clients' needs, write them all down, okay, and address them in your presentation. Mm-hmm right? Address them in your presentation. Absolutely. Absolutely. The conversation actually unfolds itself as you go. If you're really listening to your buyers, 
you're going to know what they want and what they need and want to hear. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not saying give them all lip service and, and, and yes stuff. Never again, never mislead, never lie. But if you can speak to someone's wants and their needs, they're going to go with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if they can just feel that connection, it's about connecting with people and understanding their why and what they're trying to do. And when you make that connection and they feel that, that, that you're listening and that you really hear them, then they're, like you said, they're going to want to work with you because they feel like you, like they, you know, they, like I've always said that, you know, if with, for my clients, I treat them honestly, like they're my family Mm -hmm. and I really truly want the best for them. And we all do, right? I mean, how many times are we up at 3am thinking about our clients a lot, right? Because we really duly want, we want what's best for them. And when they feel that, then they are going to want to work for you. I want to add something in there for all the brokers listening and all the sales managers at all the different brokerages. So, so what we did here at Engel and Volkers is we made it a policy that our advisors here have to have an exclusive agreement. Mm-hmm. A couple reasons why. Number one, we want to make sure our advisors are protected and they are compensated for the precious time and experience and mm-hmm. expertise. Okay. Number two, now the advisors can blame it on the brokerage that is company policy. Right. Good point. Now, how many times have you sat down with somebody, anything? It could be a wealth manager. It could be uh, when you're buying a car. It could be if you're buying appliances. And what you get to a point and they say, well, this is company policy. Most people won't even question company policy. Well, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Company policy. So that's called the higher authority approach. And you can use that when negotiating. Here's the other thing, too. The wonderful thing about these exclusive buyer agreements, right? Now you have a buyer in this agreement, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're out there. They're in open houses or they're wherever. And they're placing offers without you or whatever happens, right? Well, again, you're, you're protected. Mm-hmm. And you can use that. Or how about this? Your buyers get cold feet, okay? Right. And they want to pull out right before the closing. Well, Look, we always want to make sure our buyers get what they want. Sometimes people get nervous mm-hmm. and they, they freak out and they do stuff that they would have never done. Well, you send the buyer agreement. You also send the purchase and sales agreement over to the, to the buyer's attorney mm-hmm. or title company and let that attorney or title company tell them, hey, listen, you're going to owe the brokerage, not the agent. You're going to owe the brokerage a commission. You're going to owe the sellers the deposit. All of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it becomes real. And now they're like, they're going to move forward with that transaction. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's just a cold feet, right? We're talking about a cold feet situation. Absolutely. That, and that's there mm-hmm. to protect you because you've done all the work and you did that's everything right. that was expected of you, you know, in that agreement. But you put the onus on the brokerage exactly. and not the agent. It's a good cop, bad cop. And, and look, and again, it's just, it's just one of the benefits of many benefits of this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and leaning in on your brokerage and leaning in on the fact that that is now policy and that you're moving forward with that. And then like Emilio said, if something does happen and your buyers are upset about it, it's going to take, you don't have to worry that, oh, that they're going to be upset with me mm-hmm. because they're going to understand that that's just the way it is. And that this is the, this is the policy that, that you're working under. That's right. Yeah. So let's, um, so let's talk a little bit about value proposition. Yeah. So in going through that conversation with a buyer, right, there might be a buyer who says, and is, or at least wondering, well, 
I don't want to real. I don't want to have to pay a commission. So why don't I just go talk to listing agents and mm. not and not be represented, you know, by a buyer's agent? And now we all know that there are so many benefits to being represented by a buyer's agent. And I'm a I'm a That's listing right. agent and I'm a buyer's agent. Yes. And I see the value mm-hmm. in working and having buyers have their own agent. Honestly, even when I am listing a property, I never have a problem co-broking with a buyer's agent. Right. I welcome it because I think that whole teamwork. There's there's nothing like it and I see the value Mm -hmm. so let's talk about that though so if you're if you get that objection while you're sitting with the buyers and they say well I don't you know I really don't want to be in that situation where I have to pay a commission so maybe I'll just call the listing agent Mm. right now right as as you as you've said you can role play that if you want to role play that sure let's do it let's do it you want to be the buyer go ahead and you can say I'll be the buyer okay I can say it I'll say it (laughs) okay so you know Emilio I appreciate you going through the agreement with me and you know and and all of it sounds great except I I really have to tell you um Mm. that I I really don't want to have to pay the commission you know in all the years I've been buying properties I've never had to do that before (laughs) and I don't really want to pay a commission to my buyer's agent I don't believe that I should have to and Mm -hmm. so what um i mean i'm wondering if i should just you know say you know what i'm just gonna do it on my own i'm just gonna Mm. talk to listing agents and just call them directly um because i'm not really sure i want to enter into this agreement knowing that i might have to pay commission i completely understand i wouldn't want to pay any extra for anything either um and and you don't have to and that's the good news is you have options and you're more than welcome to do that and i'm going to be supportive of whatever you want to do okay now let's talk about the benefits that you're going to get when you're working with my team and I, and really the value that you're going to get for that small difference. Okay. Now, first off, let's look at the market in general. Okay. All of the homes that you're looking at for the most part in this price range and in these areas, they are offering compensation. Okay. To the code broke. There may be um, some few instances where they're not, but again, let's talk about what you're going to get. But before we do that, let me ask you, how many homes have you purchased? Um, over the last five years, I've purchased three homes. Three homes. Okay. All right. So you got, uh, you know, you do have some experience behind you. And how many homes have you purchased in this current market? None. I haven't put, purchased anything in the last couple of years. So. So I know, I know that you're looking in, um, you know, in Coventry and North Kingstown, East Greenwich, and Warwick, and you've got kind of a wide range, which is really good. But how long have you been looking online for homes now? Um, I would say, let's see, I would say I've been looking at homes probably the last six months. I've been really looking at homes every day online. All right. And six months later, we're sitting here in my office. You haven't found anything, right? Okay. So again, you could go at it yourself and you could take another six months or so. And, and, and we'll talk about, by the way, the difference between representation and not, but you could go at it and not find anything, but you know what? I'm a listing agent primarily. Okay. And I work with a lot of sellers and so doesn't a lot of my colleagues in the brokerage and by by the way, I got a lot of friends next door at Keller Williams, Remax, and all these other places, some really fantastic agents. And I've got a pulse on the industry and I know exactly what's coming up on the market. And I have access to off-market properties as well. These are sellers who, for one reason or another, are kind of you know hesitant about getting on the market. And I gotta tell you, I've I've linked a lot of buyers and sellers up and made that marriage happen. I mean, do you see any benefit of going into properties where you're not going up against five or six? or seven buyers and bidding against them? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, that's one of the things that you're going to get with my team and I here. And uh, that's what we're going to do for you. 
in addition, I got to tell you, look at this. And then what I'll do is I'll, I'll show them on my computer screen or on a monitor around the, mm-hmm. I'll show them Remind. Guys, use Remind. Look at this, okay? I can actually target off-market sellers. So one of the things that I'm going to do for you when you're working with me is I'm going to send them mailers. I'm going to call them. I'm going to email them. And look, that takes a lot of time, effort, Mm -hmm. and money. But don't you think it would be worth your time and your money for me to go out and find a seller of a perfect home in a perfect area and get you that house? Yeah, I would love that. And again, you're not going up against other people. Mm -hmm. So these are just a couple of things. Now, let's talk about if you go right to a listing agent. Okay. Okay, so you've purchased three homes before. Yes. Okay, so now you're going up against a listing agent that does this full time. Mm -hmm. Now, they're selling 50, 60 homes a year. Okay. Maybe if they don't do a ton, they're selling 12 homes a year, but they've been doing this for 10 years. It's 120 homes. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that you'd be able to negotiate against them and get yourself, uh, you know, you're going up against the seasoned pro and I'm not trying to downplay you or your negotiations, but do you feel that you would successfully be able to negotiate against a listing agent? Yeah, I see your point. I would definitely like to have somebody negotiating for me. That okay. would be the ideal situation. I, I see. I understand that. Because guess what? Negotiations are only about price, Rhonda. Mm-hmm. It comes to inspections. Or what about appraisal? Or what about all the other things, assessments, and everything else yeah. that goes along the transaction? Do, do you know how many steps are in the transaction when you're buying a home? Um, I, no, I've never thought of it. Before. About 175 steps. Wow. Now, my team and I are going to take care of all of that weight behind the scenes. And you've got about six or seven that you're going to be doing. And we're going to make sure that you do those successfully. But then there's the laws and then there's all of the other things. And what about, you know, assessing the property and, 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 and analyzing it to make sure that you buy and sell frequently? You know, you said three in the past five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we want to make sure that you're not going to lose your shirt when you sell this property in a couple of years. Okay. And by the way, because you're working with me now here, I'm going to go ahead and help you on the other end when it's time to sell. I'll take care of you on that end too. Okay, so we can we can work on price on that end too down the line. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sound that does sound like a lot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So look, we're we're gonna start this today, and it's a six month thing. I've got a satisfaction guarantee in here, and here's how the satisfaction guarantee works. If at any time you're not satisfied with our agreement, you're not satisfied with the service that you're getting, you just need to email my broker, allow one opportunity for us to address or fix the problem. And if you're still not happy, then it's void because we only want to work with people that want to work with us. And I got to tell you, read our reviews. Our clients are raving fans. And most of my business is referral business. And by the way, who do you know that might want to buy or sell real estate in the next six months or so? Wow. Boom. Ask them for a referral right there, guys. You see, it's selling. It's sales. It's the best thing ever. You're helping them. They're helping you. Who wouldn't want to sign up? And then you say, all right, sign right there. Do the Benjamin Franklin close, guys. Have two pens or three pens. You have the pens out. Have everything filled out, all highlighted. Drop the pen where you need them to sign. Tell them to sign it. That's, wow. If I I could stand up and give him a standing ovation right now. I hope that (laughs) all of you wrote a lot of that down, if not all of it. Um, or go back and listen to this again. uh, Because there were some, that was just great. That was beautifully done. Thank you.
And, and I know when we were here a couple of weeks ago too, we were talking about value proposition and I know your team and you do so many things in that list Mm -hmm. of just taking care, like the client experience, right? Not even just the 170 things that go into every transaction, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing just things just to, to, you know, surprise your, your clients, take care of your clients and just give them that experience. So at the end of the day, Home buying and selling is stressful. We all know that. But yeah. if we can make it just a little more fun for our clients, right? That makes it a little more fun for us. And then everybody walks away. And, you know, I have to tell you, I mean, in my years of, of doing business, some of my best friends just started out as an online lead to me. And now they're some of my mm-hmm. best friends. I have one that lives in Dallas and I go and I see her at least once a year. I jump on a plane and she started as a lead to me. And now she's wow. one of my closest and best friends. So this is a such an industry where we get to form those relationships and it's, you know, it is. and, and you're doing such a, a beautiful service to them too. Yeah, I, I agree. We all are, you know, and, and one of the things about UVPs is look, realtors like to spend money. Okay. We like to buy all the bells and whistles and shiny stuff, but look, let's say you're starting out or let's say you're, you've struggled the past year or so with sales. You've got all the tools and, and resources all around you. You may not even realize it, okay? Mm-hmm. So your office probably has a transaction coordinator. And if they don't, there's transaction coordinator services out there. If you're currently using a transaction coordinator, put that in as a benefit under the uh, compensation section on the agreement. Mm-hmm. There's some lines to write it in. Put transaction coordinator Love that. talk with the consumer tell them that a transaction coordinator is there to make sure all the i's are dotted t's are crossed their deposits protected all of the dates are met and that the transaction goes swimmingly mm-hmm. it's going to go smooth okay i've got the best transaction coordinator in the business and mike is going to go ahead and make sure your inspections are done on time your mortgage is done if not we do an extension okay explain that to them right if you have a va like we have a va here she does all the scheduling for our buyers like when they want to see something she puts them on the auto feed on mls and we send them instructions and it just says hey contact our va and tell her what you want to see when you want to see it one of our advisors will meet you there talk that up talk the convenience of that service up it's great yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I think if we all sat down and made a list of services like that that our brokerage offers yeah. to us and that you offer, there's there's things in your in your value proposition that you just take for granted and you don't even realize that it's something that you can talk about mm. and something and something that you can highlight. Yeah, your buyer presentation could also be another really great benefit in there. Give them some tools, give them some resources and that thing. Give them a mortgage calculator, give them what, whatever it is. Like all of that stuff is online, it's all out there for free and it doesn't have to necessarily even be exactly. branded to you. Yeah. You just have to know, like, you just have to be a resource for them. Yeah, that's great. Mm, thank you. So, so the last thing I wanna talk about is ha- talking to our sellers. Right. So we're having this conversation on how we're explaining what's happening to buyers. And, you know, also when we're listing agents and we're sitting across the table from our sellers, when now when you're going through the um, exclusive right to list agreement with them, you're going to come to that section on Mm. compensation. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be having that conversation with them about what you are going to offer to pay to the co-broke agent, to the Mm -hmm. buyer's agent in a transaction. So it's going to be important to be able to highlight the differences of offering no commission, mm-hmm. offering some commission, or offering to pay the commission. And there's, I mean, there's definitely advantages that 
that go to that. So I just wanted to touch on that, Emilio, before we wrapped up today, because I think that's equally important in this conversation. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I could go on forever and talk about this stuff. So um, <laughs> hopefully, it's been helpful. Um, but let's listen. Uh, for the past, I would say six months or so, when I'm sitting down with sellers, I of course I've always had the seller net sheet. By the way, if you're not using a seller net sheet, mm-hmm. break one of those out. Okay. And um, I have on the seller net sheet, I have listing brokerage compensation in one section. And then underneath that, I have buyer brokerage compensation. I've always split the two. Great. Okay. And I've always said to them, or in the recent past said, look, um, here's my compensation. It's non-negotiable. Done. All right, move on. We're moving on. This mine, boom, it's non-negotiable. I get my compensation. All right. Now we go down the buyer compensation. I say, look, you can offer them zero if you would like. You're more than welcome to do that, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, however, or a dollar or whatever. However, you know, our job is to make sure that we are casting the widest net to bring in the most amount of buyers, okay? And a lot of buyers out there aren't currently in agreements with their realtors, and the, the realtor, you know, has to bring these buyers in. So somebody has got to pay this realtor. My suggestion, and if I was selling a house, and by the way, I do sell homes as well mm-hmm. of my own, um, I would compensate the buyer's agent. Now, do you have any questions on that at all? And this is what I would suggest to compensate. You could do this, 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 this. I would suggest this, and I give them a number. Mm-hmm. You know, Do you have any questions on that? No, not at all. It makes sense. Okay, perfect. You know, most consumers are going to think it's okay to compensate the buyer's agent mm-hmm. because one way or another, the buyer's agent is going to ask for a closing cost credit or they're going to have to wrap things up, whatever it is. If someone is, is paying for it and most of the time still going to be the seller. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and in some cases, you know, the buyer may not have that additional cash, cash to pay their buyer's agent yeah. Um, outright, they may not be able to wrap it into their mortgage for whatever reason, right? Um, so you also have to make sure you're having that conversation with the lender if you are going to wrap that commission into the agreement. You have to make sure you have that conversation ahead of time so that they can guide you. Mm-hmm. So don't forget to do that. Um, but I mean, absolutely, there's going to be many advantages. That net is going to be so much wider if the commission is coming out of the transaction, right? As we know, buyers have always paid. It's always been wrapped into the price. Mm -hmm. So the seller, if they're not going to offer compensation to the buyer's agent, it may then become a conversation about listing price because there may need to be now some room in that listing price so so a buyer could then then pay, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's always been part of the net sheet right right off of that list price that you're paying your listing agent and we're paying the buyer's agent and so now we may have to adjust the listing price down so really at the end of the day it's kind of the same so by just wrapping it all in it's going to cast that wider net and Mm -hmm. it's going to attract more buyers so it so it may be the right way for them to go you know Rhonda, that's a solid point and and one other thing as you're talking i'm thinking about there's going to be a point in time where the market's going to change and prices may decline Mm -hmm. okay it is what it is. Um, flows and ebbs of every market, okay? When that happens, you're going to have sellers that may be underwater, that may be really tight on finances, credit card debt right. is through the roof in this country. People are going to be concerned about what they're paying out. Mm-hmm. This now allows listing agents to get creative. And some may go in and say, here's my fee, no buyer agency fee. Mm-hmm. Buyer's agency can pay their own, right? 
that could happen. And those sellers are going to jump towards that. And it's going to benefit those sellers at that time, Mm -hmm. potentially, right? So look, every market is going to be changing. And then there's going to be a time where it's a buyer's market. And when it's a buyer's market, then most sellers are probably going to want to entice more realtors and more buyers to come in. So they're probably going to up the compensation. It's all negotiable and it's all uh, the consumers in charge of it. And that's really how it should be. And that's the whole argument behind this whole thing. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just about us having those conversations and then allowing them to make the decision, facilitating the best decision for them. So Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to have the conversation. And like Emilio said, get creative with it and Mm -hmm. lay everything out in all the ways that we can accomplish this. Because at the end of the day, we have, you know, a seller who wants to sell and we want to find the buyer who wants to buy and we just want to put them together right. and we're all on the same team. Listing agent, buyer's agent, the attorneys, the lender, all of us, it's one big team and mm-hmm. we all have to be pushing towards the same thing. We all have to be pushing towards the goal line together. Otherwise, it just, right, otherwise it just doesn't work. So, Correct. you know, lean into your community and lean into who you are as an agent. And if you need help or you need practice with these conversations, just ask somebody, you know, ask somebody in your in your brokerage. You can absolutely lean on me. You can lean on Emilio, but we're all here to, to elevate our industry and mm-hmm. to and to really help all of us together because that's that's truly what it is all about. That's right. Yeah. Well, Emilio, thank you so much for being here and being part of this conversation. It's such an important one to have. And stay tuned for other conversations about this. Stay tuned for Emilio's next event that he's having. And like I said, other events coming up, jump on and have a conversation. Be part of that voice in the room. And again, can't wait to see you on our next episode. Um, and until then, be well and you know, get out there and you know, do your best every single day. Take care of your clients. Um, and can't wait to talk to you again soon.